What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your Pro Wrestling Week in Review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you found us on the interwebs, check us out at the KF Podcast and all your social media needs. Uh, just Google us. We'll show up on your favorite podcast catcher. We also do a Pop Culture Week in Review that we uh, put out on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, all that kind of fun stuff. So check us out there. Also check out our YouTube. We got some stuff there, TikTok, whatever. But we're going to... We got the, the the normal band of suspects, and we're gonna go through and uh, talk Rass- about what happened. wrestling. Good old wrestling talk. Yep. All right, so we started on Friday last Friday. We're you know we're post Rumble. We're in May. We're in Mania season, Ken. Full Mania season. Officially, WrestleMania. We're on the road. This is the time when everyone stares at a sign that doesn't exist Boys. and points at it. You know, that I don't even really know if it's really in there or not, but they point at a sign. <laughs> point at sign season. Um, Roman came out, cut a pretty good promo. He's pissed off that Edge isn't out there yet, and, and that he was kind of insulted that uh, why would Edge even go to any of these other shows? You should just pick him because he's the main event. I love Ro- Hill Roman. I think it's all good. Mm-hmm. It was a good promo. I like his whole business. It makes a lot of sense, the things that he says. And yeah, but Edge wasn't there. He was he was fucking with him. <laughs> um, then you had Dominic and King Corbin. Was, uh, I I don't really understand what the Mysterios do. They fight bad guys who are heels, but then they cheat the whole match to win. Yeah. They're a bunch of heels. Uh, it's like it's very confusing. If if you fall into the area of like heels and baby faces. You know, like how, how old wrestling used to be. You're very confused by a lot of the stuff that goes on today's wrestling. Because King Corbin so, isn't cheating. No, he was just beating his ass, and then, <laughs> but they were just, you know, cheating away. So, very strange. Uh, then you had another great match between Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. SmackDown was was always a, a lot better than Raw, but it was good last week. Um, mm-hmm. I like the Cesaro one clean. I heard that that's a lot of Daniel Bryan trying to push him. He and, deserves uh, it. He's been there forever. Yeah. And he signed with them again. He signed a new contract with them. Mm-hmm. Which always annoys me when I read these articles because, of course, people came out and were like, man, Cesaro should have went to AEW. I'm like, why? No. Why should Cesaro go to AEW? To do what? So do you really think... Darby Allen is the TNT yeah, do you really think if Cesaro goes over to AEW right now, he's their champion? I mean, yeah. with everybody that they have on that roster... He could eventually become champion, but I don't think he'll. I think he'll be in the exact same spot there that he is now. Yeah, I think so too. Fighting for maybe the TNT title, maybe he could be in a wedding angle. <laughs> 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 no. I mean, it, it, people just don't understand that it's not 2019 when AEW is just starting. We're like, who are yeah, they going to put on? Have, have people? They're established now. They have a huge roster of talent. There's just nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Like you know. I think he's fine with his his station and where he's at, and maybe they will push him a little bit, you know. They should. Yeah, yeah I would, he is good. Been having some some good ones. Uh, Bailey and Ruby Riot wrestled. It was okay, nothing too exciting. Um, and then Bianca Belair. Still, no one has really chosen who they're fighting yet. She hasn't picked a person yet. It looks like she's going to start feuding with Carmella a little bit, um, which is okay. Carmella's a pretty good heel. Mm-hmm. Female wrestler. Um, I like her uh, 
Reginald was kissing Sasha's ass the whole time. Yeah. It was not sad. He's like, Her you don't Somali. Like Sasha, <laughs> Yeah. He's great. I love that guy. <laughs> I like Reginald. Um, for, and then Hulk Hogan was on talking about his Andre match, which was strange. <laughs> that was like the... He, he, he didn't even... He mentioned the match, but all he did was talk about Drew McIntyre and... Uh, Edge. Edge. Edge is his partner and, you know, yeah. goofy. Um, I, what do you think about this Chad Gable and Otis stuff that they do? I, I'm not really too into it. They're trying something new with both those guys. They're, they're, I mean, I, I was fine with Otis being in the title picture, honestly, because it was somebody new. But Yeah, and then they, they cut that out real quick. It's another one of those things, though, where, like, I feel Chad Gable's a heel wrestler, but Otis is, like, a good guy. It's confusing again, like, what, is he being duped by him, or is he getting into <laughs> it, you know? I think they're turning Chad Gable good. Yeah, kind of toes that floats along the He's line. He's another there. one I think that Daniel Bryan has has a has his eye on as somebody that could do they could do things with. I love that Daniel Bryan is like in charge of a lot of this stuff on this show, but yeah. Anna wrestles just is working hard to get guys over that he thinks mm-hmm. deserves. Well, it, that's what you, know? you need to do. You can't hang your hat on the same guys this whole time because they're not going to be there forever. Right. It's the cool. You know, like Edge. Okay, Edge has already done everything. Literally, yeah. he's done everything. Yeah. I like. I also heard that he's big pushing like. Ziggler and Root are like a real tag team now. They have music. They have like yeah. logo. They like I heard he was behind that, like giving them wins. You know, instead of just two guys that they threw together that just got beat up by everybody, they're Give like a legit, they're like a legit tag team that wins and are champions. So you know, he definitely helps that show for sure with a lot of the stuff that he does. I like um, their new music. It's kind of cool. Yeah. The Intercontinental match was okay. Biggie r- retains. Um, and then the big thing at the end was Edge coming out and uh, talking to Roman. But I wish they would just get to it on who they're picking. I think they're going to wait until after Elimination Chamber. Cause well, yeah, he said it. On, yeah, he said it on Raw. I'm going to wait now. I think Edge versus Roman is the better match than him versus McIntyre. Unless they change it up. Yeah. If Miz cashes in. And maybe goes after him. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Raw, which again, Monday Night Raw just continues to be a show that like, it's a weird feeling watching it. Don't you agree? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is kind of good. Then you're like, what are we doing? You know, yeah. like, where did this come from? And then you're like, oh, we're, 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 like, the most confusing thing on there. Like, all of a sudden, Angel Garza was hanging out with Miz and Boris <laughs> wearing suits with him. And it's just like, oh, he, he's with him because he's going to fight. Uh, Damian Priest, who has Bunny again in his corner. Like, but then he was like out acting like them, laughing and joking around with them. I'm like, D- is he a part of their group now? <laughs> if you turn that on for the first night, you're like, oh, this is a three man group. The next week, like, he won't even be on. You'll be like, where'd that other guy go? <laughs> oh, what other guy? You didn't see nothing here. <laughs> Very confusing. Um, we had more Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans stuff again with another who the hell writes this shit of if she beats Charlotte, she gets a title shot. She gets disqualified because Charlotte just starts punching her, which 
every wrestler punches in a match, but apparently this was too many punches, so they they disqualified it. Did you get that ending there? What happened there? Uh-uh. It was a, was it a closed fist situation? Like there was like I didn't think that was a role anymore. She was like running her mouth, and Flair was, and then like Charlotte's like, "You want to see?" why I'm bad or whatever and went in a corner to start a punching her and they were like, whoa, disqualified. And I'm like, what happened? Like, <laughs> I've seen way worse things than this. Well, it, maybe they she was in the corner they counted the five. I don't know. Like, yeah. I didn't understand what was... I don't understand why the people that write the lines for them haven't watched the show in the past. That's <laughs> what confuses me. Like, Ric Flair's like, uh, I've always been... You know, I've never been supportive of you being a bigger star than me. I'm like, yeah, you have. You say yeah. it all the time. You're always like, Charlotte's better than me. Charlotte's great. Now, all of a sudden, you don't like it. And then Charlotte's like, I've never been a bully or beat people up for no reason, but maybe I should. Like, no, you had a whole thing where you were doing that. Like, you turned on Becky. and Remember the like, Ronda Rousey match from a couple years ago? That was serious? brutal. I don't understand how this gets through anybody. Like, did they, like when you do this, doesn't Vince even say, like, didn't we do this? Why is she saying it? Or do they not care? They like, don't care. Like, oh, they forgot. That was last year. They forgot. They, that's what they think, though. They don't think the, the, rest, uh, the people who watch Raw, they don't think care. Yeah. They have to pay it, I think, is what it is. Yeah. Or to invest in a storyline, because they, they don't. Yeah. It's true. There's no ru- there's no rules on Raw. Mm-hmm. Like you remember how like AJ beat Ricochet, but then Ricochet was still allowed to rumble. Yeah. Then you look at last week, and it's like Keith Little and Matt Riddle. Keith Little, Keith Lee, and Matt Riddle had a fight. It was a good match. Like it was good watching those two because they obviously know how to work together. They're, they're friends, mm-hmm. so it was good. And Lee beat him, and the match is over. Then Bobby Lashley beats the shit out of both of them, and they're like. At the next pay-per-view, it's a triple threat match. I'm like, why? Matt Riddle's lost twice to twice to Bobby Lashley and just lost to Keith Lee. Why would he have a title shot? Like Keith Lee versus Lashley makes sense because, like, you know, Lee beat beat Riddle. Like the booking, there's got to be rules to it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's the part that's annoying. There's got to be consequences, or otherwise, I'd be like. Well, I don't just lose. Who cares? You still get a title shot, even if you lose. Show the match. Save your energy for the big match. Oh, I'm, exactly. I'm not going to try because I'll still get a title shot. It doesn't matter. <laughs> then you had all this fucking nonsense with Nia Jax. She got in trouble for screaming out my hole on Monday night. <laughs> she fell on her ass and then said, I bought. And she yelled out my hole. And then Lana pushed her into a table. I mean, I. <laughs> Nia Jax gets to beat up Lana for eight weeks in a row, and then now she has to lose to Lana in the Rumble, and then in that match, and now they get a title shot or whatever they get, you know. It just doesn't make any sense. And, and don't tell me that that my whole shit wasn't planned, because that's them trying to be edgy. They can't think yeah. of anything else. So they're gonna have her yeah. yell that and think it's funny, so it goes viral, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's. it's just- it doesn't make any sense. And then, like, it leads right in. They do this shit all the time where, like, then Naomi and Shayna Baszler start fighting, and it goes to commercial. I'm like, I bet when we come back from commercial, to <laughs> her hand, hand in a random fucking match for no reason. Obviously, it wasn't scheduled. They must not have anything planned for the show because they have enough time to just go into <laughs> If you're if you're to believe like they plan out the matches on the show, oh. but they, I just want to announce we're going right into a match. 
And Shayna Baszler's like destroying her. And then for some reason in the middle of the match, just goes to beat up Lana again and ends up getting like rolled up in a pin. Like, why are, like, it's just so dumb. It's they so do dumb. It every week. They do every, the same thing. Every it's week it's a version of fucking schmoz bullshit that leads to some nonsense. Yeah. Well, just look at your notes here. You have more line items for the two-hour SmackDown show and the two-hour NXT show than yeah. you do for the Monday Night show. Yeah, because it it's just a lot of nonsense. All this stuff takes so long. It's mm-hmm. such, you know, it's 15, 20 minutes of each of this shit of you're just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad TV. McIntyre and Orton, of course, was good because those guys know how to wrestle each other. But again, it ended in a dumb finish. Why even have the match mm-hmm. anymore? Every one of these matches, and except for Lee versus Riddle, ended with some kind of interruption or distraction or bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a fucking mess. It's it's too much. It's it's trying to be too cute. Like people actually did watch this for the you know the the competition that, that fueled storylines. Yeah. I think that they, they, they've especially forgotten. now, like, yeah. yeah, this is their, their, this is leading into their super bowl. Yeah. But they're still continuing with this nonsense. Yeah. Like no mention of Alexa bliss this week or any of that or any of the fiend stuff. Just, it's like, they just move on from things, you mm-hmm. know, it's so strange. Didn't happen. <laughs> so strange. Yeah. So then we had NXT, um, you know, they had a continuation of the men's tournament. MSK beat uh, Legado del Fantasma. I, I I don't know. I'm not too happy that MSK is in the final. Me I thought that was I thought that was kind of obvious. Like they debut and of course they're in it. Like I don't know. I wasn't a fan of them winning. I thought that was. I was rooting for Legado to go all the way. Yeah, that that was be a chance to do something with that. But you know they're gonna put this team in there because they're a hot indie name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't know if they're gonna equate to that WWE style. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they seem over with that crowd, but yeah, that is real. Yeah. And Zia Lee was out with Boa, and uh, now we got the backstory on this thousand-year <laughs> Chinese warrior. T- T- I, I like it. I like it, too. I-, I enjoy it. I think it's cool. I like that Zia Lee destroys these girls, and, you know, uh, what, what's her names? That other team came out to try to like break through to Zia Lee and that lady started choking people out. I, I just wonder who's playing her. If it's anybody we know, or if it's just like a new person. It's I don't know. She's a thousand years old. <laughs> it's probably going to be Kyrie Sane. It's yeah. going to be, it's going to be Prince Albert. <laughs> yeah. It's Lord Tensai. Yeah. It's a trick. Oh, I love Lord Tensai. That <laughs> trick. Lord Tensai. <laughs> Um, then you had uh, Shotzi and Ember Moon beat the way, those chicks, to move on to the finals. Um, so it's going to be what? Shotzi and Ember versus um, Raquel and um, uh, Dakota Kai. Uh, that'll be good. Yeah. Um, Austin, did you see the segment that they did with Kushida where he just kind of was hanging out in the background? I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. We're like, did you see that, Ken? No, I missed it. 
So you had Johnny Gargano his team. They were in the ring and they're like bitching about that he has to fight Kushida and he was pretending that he was hurt and he was in a wheelchair and his arm was broken. And then Kushida just kind of got in the ring and was standing behind him. It was just kind of standing there with him, listening to the whole thing. And then uh, William Regal's like, right, Kushida? And he like shakes his head and they're like, Johnny Gargano's like, why are you saying his name and looking at me? What are you doing? And like Austin Theory keeps like looking at Kushida and like nudging him, like thinking it's like, he someone that's with them, and they're like, yeah. And he's like, why do you keep talking to me and calling me Kashina? And he turns, he's standing right there and then beat them all up. And then he ripped the cast off Gargano's arm and beat him up. It's pretty good. I hope Kashina gets that belt. I think he's going to. I'd like to hope, but I don't, I don't have any faith in WWE putting belts on guys that can't talk, you know, can't speak yeah. English well. I hear you. Um, I kind of thought that bad in English, though. He's not, but I don't think he's good enough in their eyes to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I would well, love two to of see the three it. women's champions right now are Japanese. Ken, yeah, that's that's true. But how much time do they get on television? Yeah, a lot. Well, Oscar does. She just screams. Yeah, <laughs> they just let her speak in Japanese, and it, well, and it works. It's true. Now, this Cameron Grimes thing, this is where I fell asleep, but I missed all this. I didn't and see this either. He's, like, rich now. He won a bunch <laughs> of money. He, he, he was rich off that GameStop stuff. Oh, um, is that what it was? I think so. so now he's throwing all this money around at, at the at the <laughs> Capital Wrestling Center. I, don't, I didn't get what he was trying to say. He was just spending money. I, think, it's, I think you're supposed to assume that he's rich now off of GameStop money. Okay. Uh, off a of GameStop stock or something. That's, That's what funny. I, That's actually kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last match was good. Again, another good tag match from Thatcher and Champa. I was just upset that they lost to the Grizzled Young Veterans. I was surprised they made them beat Thatcher and Champa when they just put those guys together last week. But they are an established tag team, so they're going to fight MSK. But I wasn't happy with the outcome. I wanted uh, Thatcher and Champa. I like that story. I like those two wrestling. I think if stupid grizzled young vets win it makes them bigger heels you know what i mean yeah. they're beating the indie darlings there yeah you know and they're good i like the grizzled young veterans they are good i just i don't know yeah. not too over with them yet it looks like all four members of imperium are coming to the main nxt not uh uk they're bringing walter over i wonder if they'll have him drop that title and come over here now because he's had that title forever in NXT yeah. UK. He'll probably drop it and come over and, and fight Balor for the main championship. Has anybody been watching NXT UK? I always forget a ton. Me too. Me too. So, no, I don't. I watched that title match when it was on. It was good. That was the last time I watched it. Mm-hmm. First Dragon Off and Walter. Um, so then let's go, um, looks like both shows dropped a little, uh, you know, there was a lot of news stuff going on whenever there's a lot of news stories on and things going on in the world, the, the ratings for both shows drop a little bit, but, uh, Dynamite was 741. They won over NXT, which really dropped a lot last night. We're down to 558. Oh, yeah. Um, so, AEW started off with Darby Allen versus Joey Janela for the TNT Championship. 
What did you think about that, Ken? I thought that match was great. I really enjoyed it. I thought that they have chemistry together. This is what I want to see out of the TNT Championship. Mm-hmm. I don't want it tied in with Sting. I want this to be their up-and-comer. I want this to really be their mid-card belt to, to like use it yeah. to catapult guys. Their stepping the- stone belt, like the Intercontinental belt. Used exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, Joey Janela is a perfect guy for Darby Allen to wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect I'm glad side. made him relevant again, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's good. good. I agree. These are the good kind of matches that you like to watch. This is the reason. This is what AEW should be all about. Is yes. is matches like you got Darby and Janela, which are both kind of like homegrown AEW guys. Yep. Going at it, going crazy, doing stuff. That that was good. It was a good start. I agree. I agree. Um, the next match, I, I did not like Cody and Lee Johnson versus Peter Avalon and Cesar Bonini or whatever. What do you guys think of this one? It is what it is. Like they're just trying to like get this Lee Johnson guy over, and they let him pick up the win. It was what his first win in thirty matches or something like that. Yeah, the story was. I understand like you're giving the guy his first win. Why does he have to win with a surprise roll up? Can he beat Peter Avalon with a regular move? No, because Peter Avalon's established as a superstar. They just make it look good. Like, oh, look at this cool finisher. We're getting this new guy over. Instead, he just kind of rolls him up, and then they like everyone comes out and hug him, except for QT Marshall, who was giving him dirty looks. The Nightmare family doesn't interest me at all. They just added more members to it. It's just it's too much. I don't know why the gun club's in it, and all these people are in it. I don't even know what it means to be in it. Like, are they a huge faction now? Like, it's it's... Here's, what I, here's how it feels to me. I feel like they're trying to do a New Japan chaos. Yep. Like this is these guys are all together, but they're not going to like act like the NWO. They're not going to act like these factions that beat people up. Yep. They're just dudes that hang out, and if you need teams, they yeah. can form a team. Like they can do all this stuff. It's yeah. just like it's just like a, a Japan stable type. Where these That's guys what I was thinking together, too. Like train together, so. I, they're not going to be a real faction that's going to do anything. Yeah. It's just going to be, oh, this is part of their like training circle. Almost like MMA fighters all come from the same gym, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's uh, what this is. This is yeah, like, I think that's, that's what they're going for, for sure. That's the feel I got from it. So. Uh, it just didn't really do much for me. I, Lee Johnson seems okay. I need to see a little more of him before with, I... With, with him winning with a surprise roll-up, I think that's just like what Ken said, the New Japan thing, like Whenever you're a young boy, you're not allowed to do anything fancy. Your finisher is a Boston Crab, and if you do anything else, you get your ass kicked backstage. Yeah. Like, I think they're trying to do that same kind of thing without saying it. Okay. Maybe in a couple of weeks, like, he'll get another win, and then he'll debut a new finishing move, and they're just going to, like, build this character from the ground up, I think is where they're going with it. Okay. I hope so. That makes sense. Uh, next match, we had Pack versus... Uh, Dolph Ziggler's brother, Ryan Nemeth. And um, I, I like watching the Hollywood Hunk kick someone's ass. Uh, I think it was good to get him back in a regular match, let him wrestle. I enjoyed it. I thought this one was good. Pat can't do anything wrong to me. Yeah. I think he's great. That brutalizer at the end was great. I mean, it looked like he was fucking stretching his whole body out. Like, he was really selling that. Like, I don't know how much of that was really selling or really pack, really putting that on you good. Because that's a, that's a cool-looking move, the way he hits that splash and then just puts you in that. I, I enjoyed it. I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. 
He's good. What did you think about it? I, I liked it. This was probably one of the best AEW shows that they've had in a couple weeks. I feel like they've been kind of duds recently, but I think they're hitting their mark with like oh, from a wrestling standpoint for sure. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. This is yeah. a squash match. This is the, like you know I'm good with this kind of you know setup. Well, you need like, a squash match once in a while. You know, like yeah. you need to come out there and a guy who's supposed to be a badass, a bastard like Pack, needs to destroy someone once in a while and. In a wrestling style, it wasn't just like a, uh, where he throws them all around. Like he was out wrestling the shit out of them, you know, just yeah. putting them in the hole, doing it. It was good. I like the Death Triangle. I want. I wish what's his name wasn't hurt because I like when they're together. Mm-hmm. Penta's Penta's not hurt. He's having visa issues. He's trapped. In, okay, not trapped. He's yeah, visa issues. He's trapped in, <laughs> trapped in Mexico. <laughs> you know that's where he lives. Yeah, his work visa is messed up right now, so he's. Okay. But they they said you know they did the old wrestling shtick of oh he's so hurt yeah he's hurt so then we had some we had more inner circle drama in the back where Sammy wanted to talk to MJF alone and then punched him in the stomach and had all that stuff I I don't know I I, I oh, let me just say one thing I am so tired of Chris Jericho doing interviews where he has to have his fucking shirt off. Each week to try to prove to fans that he's got he's got six pack and look how good shape he is. He has he has like a dad bod plus a six pack. You know he has muscle belly. And I'm just so tired of it. I, I don't. I'm so tired of the inner circle. It's just not working for me. Like this is the first interesting thing they've done in months though. Yes. And Ortiz are two of the biggest idiots in wrestling. The way they make them look. Like Sammy's been her boy for like a year, and now they're just like. Oh, MJF's thought like I, I don't know. I it's just not clicking for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I understand it's a long, slow burn toward them all turning on Jericho. Yeah. I imagine, but I don't know why I need to see Chris Jericho wrestle every single week. Can he let some of the other guys get back? I think he's doing that so he can't be called a part timer, like the WWE legends that they they have. I think that's why you see him every week in some capacity. Well, I. Um, fine, but like you know, I'd rather see Santana and Ortiz wrestle. Yeah, more. me too. But I think that's that's the reasoning behind it. If I were to to guess, I mean the match itself was fine. I have to really say, like I gave the acclaim some shit in the beginning, but they're growing on me. I like, I like how they called out uh, MJF's Rosie O'Donnell appearance. Yeah, I, I, that guy's good when you don't. The way they did it in the beginning when they made stupid what's his name from SCU rap battle him was yeah. bad. That was cheesy. But when he just shits on people, it's good. It yeah. worked because he's good at it. You know, they're 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 good. I, I like them. Yeah, they're they're growing on me a lot. I think they're a really good tag team. I like the way they do it. I like the intro. I like how they. I mean, he said some funny shit. You know, it's yeah, good. Thanks. Max Caster's good, and he's yeah. he. I think he's gonna be big. He's got the look, you know. Yeah. Reminds me of like Cena, you know, early Cena stuff. And yeah, I agree. I think he. I think they got a star in their hands with him too. I think they're way better than Private Party. Oh yes, yeah. way better. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The match was good with them. I, I I don't know the 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 inner circle stuff. It's just losing me. I don't know. You know what, and I can understand that, but like Brock said, this was the best inner circle storyline advancement they've done in months. Like, yeah, because Sammy finally quit. Yeah, and, so, and we all know that Sammy and MJF are going to, he's... Oh, gonna yeah, be, they're totally in on it, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be anything, you know, uh, 
And I wouldn't be surprised if they screw. Uh, something's going to happen next week with the Bucks and like you know Proud and Powerful, and then they're going to screw Jericho and MJF out of the belts or something, and that's mm-hmm. when the turn's going to happen. So yeah, after that. So. Yeah. Um, next, you had um, Layla Hirsch for Thunder Rosa, and for two weeks in a row, I thought they had another good women's match. Um, Thunder Rosa's good. They need to, is she signed with them for sure? I think she is. Or They need to hold on to her, because they finally got some women that can actually wrestle. And, oh, that, oh, who's that? Layla Hirsch. Yeah. Legit. Phil Singer Games card. It was good though. It was a good women's match. It was it was decent. It was hard hitting. It was good moves. Finally, are getting some talent out there. Some women that can actually put on a good show, you know. Yeah. But I honestly think in this two-hour show, they gotta start trying to get two women's matches in this show. Like um, like like Thunder Road, maybe shorten them and try to get one in the beginning in the first hour, one in the second hour to try to like build up this division a little bit more. You know, maybe give Britt another spot to wrestle in or someone else. Yeah, uh, I think you can try to get at least two in here to really start making some some headways in here. They they get the least amount of time on the show. They get like six mm-hmm. minutes, you know, and that's it. You know, cut some of that inner circle shit out and give them put another match on here. You know. But I think it's also lack of superstars that they have in that region that are still good. Yeah, that's true, too. Because they roll Nyla Rose out here, and she sucks the <laughs> fucking life out of the women's division <laughs> with, with, with that whole presence and everything that she does is terrible in a ring and just not working. They don't know how to book that or what to do with that. They tried putting Guerrero with her. I don't think that's working at all, either. I don't know what they're doing with that. Yeah, it's tough. And you know what? I feel like she could have been more, but yeah, I also don't think that they know what to do with. you got to start basing it more around Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. This Hirsch chick was pretty good, too. You know, you got some girls. You get Statlander back, too. You'll start, you start, you start, you got shit to build on, you know? You got some yeah. talented women and some stuff that can build on, so that's good. Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb, right? And Penelope Ford, too. I think she has talent to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. When, when JR's like... Yeah. Um, a little small segment with um, her and Miro, and then what? Orange Cassidy and Chuck were just on a couch drinking champagne. Yeah. I did like when Chuck said, how did anybody not know that Orange Cassidy was in it? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny because I was like, I agree, Chuck. That's what Scott was saying. Was like, everyone should have known. He's like, she's going to be in the cake. He's like, I don't understand why that was a surprise. I'm like, yeah, I'm not hearing you. I that's agree. Why, I, that's why I kind of like it. It's like they're not taking it overly seriously, which is, right. you know. Yeah, Chuck pretty good. He has a way of making things funny. Um, I did enjoy Kenny Omega golfing. He shits all over Alex Marvez all the time. That was pretty good. Um, little little interaction between the Bucks and uh, the Good Brothers in the back. A lot of NWO references and Bullet Club references. Yeah, so many. Tons of that. Um, then you had Kenta and Omega versus Mox and Lance Archer. Um, I thought this was just okay. I thought this was kind of sloppy. Um, 
Storyline wise, I get what they were doing. They're progressing everything. I mm-hmm. like actually carried out the U.S. the New Japan U.S. belt with him, and they're yeah. So all that foundation that they're building and doing was good. I Lance Archer feels out of place to me in this. Like I, I still feel like he's a bad guy, and then like they kind of were like, oh, he can't be hurt. Like they were, couldn't knock him down or hurt him. Like it just seemed this seemed a little like out of control for me. This match. I think they're kind of writing Moxley out after he drops his belt to Kenta. And then maybe he's going to chase after Omega for a little bit. And that's why they're doing this. Oh, he can't be stopped. It's yeah. taking three guys to get him up into the, you know. Get him up into one wing angel. Yeah. And I did like the background, the, the story of like, okay, all these guys have held the, the, the IWGP, you know, uh, nice. US title, like. You know, that kind of stuff. I enjoy that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, background. It wasn't horrible. It was just, you know, I, I'm not a big fan. I mean, we've said this a million times. I, I don't like the way Moxley works a match. I, I'm so tired of the, like, rolling shoulder, like, weird cockiness thing that he does. Like, it's, it just kind of takes me out of it. And I thought Kenta looked really small. Yeah, a little bit more bigger and stacked on a little bit when he was Hideo Itami. He looked really thin. He looked really little. He looked really little fighting some of these guys. <laughs> well, Lance Archer is a huge man. Mox yeah. is a big guy too. But like Kenny, I feel has that Shawn Michaelsness to him where he can wrestle big guys and he doesn't look small. Yeah, he's bulked up a lot in the past the couple Undertaker years. Too. And like it looked okay. Like when you'd see Shawn wrestling bigger guys, it like just worked. Like, yeah. I feel like Kenny can pull that off, you know? Yeah, he can. He has that, that, that ability, you know, he's good. But yeah, you know, story wise, you know, pushing it along a lot of new Japan references, all that. Yeah, they, they're definitely working together now. There's no oh, yeah. Yeah. They have a lot going on. Like we said, they have the opportunity to really, uh, really just make big waves on that on American national TV with all the stuff that they could do. I mean, mm-hmm. if you, uh, we talked about this last week. You bring Bullet Club to a national audience to a TV thing, it'll it'll be huge again. Like, hopefully, it doesn't get too crazy, but like they could go really off with it and run for a few years with that on here. Yeah. So it's on a ton of merch figures, the whole nine yards. I mean. You guys were so into it when it was all the way over in Japan. Imagine mm-hmm. when yeah. it's here, you know. Imagine if they have it, like, on multiple shows and the whole yeah. thing. It's going to be... Well, that's how it started. Because yeah. it, it started with whenever Global Force was a thing. Yeah. And they kind of invaded that. And then TNA. And then Ring of Honor. New Japan. All really at the same time, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely uh, are on to something good, that's for sure. Very cool. Yep, so yeah, you're right, Ken. I think it was a much better put-together episode that they've had in a while. Um, a lot of good wrestling on it. Uh, I, I did think, I forgot the whole, we forgot the whole horrible Sting interview, though. <laughs> they jumped They jumped Darby and had him, like, in a body bag. Which would and have like, Yeah, and then they're, like, killing him, and then they're driving away, and Sting's like, Gonna go see what he's doing, so he slowly walks out of the arena. Like, Sting ain't gonna catch anybody. Like, that was his top speed, Don. Yeah, that's how he moves. 
just turn around. I'm so tired of Sting interviews and get. I don't know. Get. <laughs> I know it's bad to say, but it's enough with Sting already. It's time to like do something. I'm curious to see how that match is going to go down, though. Yeah, it's going to be, be interesting. Yeah. It'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sting, well, more, uh, more snow. Oh wait, they they kidnapped Darby. They're gonna beat the shit out of him, murder. <laughs> what pop culture thing is uh, Sting gonna knock off next? Well, there's a new Joker movie he could do. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping for is a new. Or he could do. Um, <laughs> he could go on TikTok, find some kind of trend. He could start dancing, Sting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What if he starts doing that yet? <laughs> comes out to the wet ass pussy song, starts doing dance and sting. Dance and sting. What if he just came out being Tom Brady? And he's like, oh, you know, he's <laughs> he's the goat. He's he should have a cooking show. <laughs> show you uh, life hacks. It's it's hey, cooking with sting. <laughs> We're gonna make apple fritters in the air fryer. <laughs> It's uh, using cauliflower instead of apples because it's keto. Because Game of Thrones is dated enough for Sting to find it relevant. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because the crow wasn't really out when. No. It was before. It was yeah. Like five years prior to that, probably. Like a Walker Sting. Yeah. <laughs> with blue eyes. Yeah. He's got the snow already. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. I'm surprised they're allowed to do that. Yeah. Well, I guess it's Warner Brothers, so. Yep, yeah, it's all. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all. There we got it. He's going to be a White Walker. He's going to come out on a dragon. Nice. <laughs> I don't want him to be Harry Potter instead. <laughs> Magic Sting. <laughs> Magic Sting would be great. He could be like Batman Sting. Yeah. Paint his face yellow. <laughs> Tie his hair black. He should just go back to the surfing gimmick. 61 years old with a shirt off and like, in the sca- with the whole uh, skater uh, or a surfer outfit. If he's going back to anything, it better be Joker face thing. I'll tell you that much. Uh, we used that to would sh- be the one he could pull off the best right now, honestly. Yeah. How much we used to shit on Joker yeah. face thing every week? Now we're calling for it. <laughs> yeah. Says something. I, I saw an hour, a half-hour video online called why Joker Face Sting is the best version of Sting ever. He did 30 minutes on this shit. 30 minutes? I didn't even know it was like you could. I thought maybe you could do three tops, but like 30 minute show on Joker Face Sting. And then I looked and I realized there was a part two. <laughs> Face Sting, like holy, shit. just replay every episode of Impact that he was on. Did it have the belly poke scene in it? I think it did. I love the thing. West Briscoe doing a front flip. <laughs> when everyone would line up and Sting would just belly poke everyone with the bat and they'd run at him one at a time. <laughs> I love when wrestlers run at the good guy one at a time. It's my favorite. <laughs> they not only just run at him, they're like this. Get out on their ass. Oh, what fun. Wrestling. Yep, good stuff. There you go. That was your week in wrestling. And that's Let's all. See. We'll see you next week. Take us out. There's a takeover this weekend. There is a takeover. Oh, is there? 
Who's wrestling this weekend? I don't know. <laughs> it's at the finals of the uh, the Dusty. Yeah, Bal- Balor and uh, Pete Dunne. Yeah. Balor retain. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yep. All right. Now you can take us out, Ken. Sorry, All Ken. Right, everyone. It's, it's okay. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, uh, rate, review us on things and stuff, and uh, have a great evening. Later. Later.